Women Up Radio, designed to facilitate women's empowerment, improve your career, develop your talents, incorporate your passions, achieve fulfillment and success. Hello, this is Women Up Radio, supporting Empower Women. And today we're talking about how women can change their lives with entrepreneurship and innovation. I'm joined in the studio by my guest, Chiara Kondi, founder of Led by Her, an organization that works on women's entrepreneurship, innovation, and gender-based violence. Chiara previously worked at the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development, where she worked to maximize the gender impact of investments. So welcome to the program, Chiara. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Chiara, it's a real change from working at the European Bank to founding an organization to help and support women in changing their lives. So what did you see that inspired you to do this? So I think that um, when I started working for the EBRD, it was almost like this cause found me because I was very interested in social issues, but I was not necessarily very attached to gender itself. And the Mank was following other financial organizations and international organizations that were really doing a lot of gender mainstreaming into their projects. And so I had the chance to just when I started working there, they created a new department to study these things. And I was lucky enough to be part of that. And actually, it's there that I discovered what the reality around gender was. And I discovered that no matter what project was done, it always affected men and women differently, yeah. um, whether that was, you know, building infrastructure or whether that was a financial product. But what I, you know, realized was a lot more difficult about everything was that you really had to study these things because they were, they were really hidden. Um, and so to counteract and proactively do something to fight against this, it, you had to really construct some pretty developed measures into the, the projects. Yeah. It made me realize that nothing, at least today, nothing is gender neutral. And I also realized that if we want to change things and if we want to reach equality in our generation, then we really have to create some very proactive measures to do so because waiting for equality to come on its own, it will never happen. Yeah. And so I had a lot of experience on the macro level, mm -hmm. um, which I thought was very interesting. But working on the, on the macro level, I felt that I wasn't experimenting enough with the realities affecting women on the ground. Yeah. Um, and so I couldn't be innovative in the way that I wanted to. And so I said, well, I want to do it a different way. And instead of, you know, starting with the macro, I kind of want to go on the ground, really work with women, really work on empowering in individuals rather than working on huge projects and seeing if from that I understand things differently and it gives me a different perspective and I can create change from below in creating sort of a micro organization, but with a big echo. And, you know, that's, I think that's what's happened in time because what we've done has 
brought together a lot of people, a lot of companies and a large ecosystem and also, you know, reached, um, whether that's ministries, whether that's the OECD, whether that's the European Commission. So I think that that's really interesting because that's sort of citizen-led change. Yes. Um, and And I think that that's really, really important because I think people like us who are working on the ground, you know, we can see things and we can propose solutions yeah. that, um, that weren't there before. Yeah. So tell me more about Led by Her and what it does. Sure. So Led by Her is a nonprofit organization based in Paris. And we're working on sort of three different areas. One is women's entrepreneurship and how to make sure that entrepreneurship is more accessible to more women because we are still the minority in most countries as entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to propose solutions to change that, um, that are specifically targeted to women. We are also working on innovation, whether that is applying innovation to women's rights, whether it's promoting women in innovation. And the third pillar is women's rights. Um, and we're trying to work on changing the way the world sees gender-based violence, and its consequences by promoting positive role models that are going to change the discourse around what it means to be a victim and what it means for this problem to exist in in our society and how we can each one of us can get involved in solving it. Yeah. Through this, we created an incubator that helps uh, women who have suffered from violence become entrepreneurs. It consists of uh, 300 course hours which were created with the help of our two business schools, ESEG and ESCP. Inside, there are companies like Dell who send their employees to teach. There are entrepreneurs and there are incubators that are collaborating with us on the course part. We have companies that organize, for example, Orange does stuff around computers and technology and then we have we were working with a startup which is focused on uh, looking at business plans. And so and we have, for example, consulting companies like Bain who send their employees to help um, the women individually. So that's a sort of individual component. And then we have individual mentoring for the women. Mm-hmm. And aside from that, we organize events and conferences to help the women that we support create teams and the network around their projects, but also to raise awareness about women's entrepreneurship, getting the community together to think about new solutions for women's entrepreneurship, as well as women's rights. It sounds superb. I mean, it's just so helpful. I mean, I told you earlier that I mean, I suffered from violence when I was much younger, and I was lucky that I had very supportive brothers, etc. But uh, in my day, There was nothing like that. The only thing you had if you suffered from trauma was a sort of women's refuge or something like that, which got you to safety, but didn't really do much to help you go on and recreate a future. So having all of that, it sounds like it's really excellent system to give the emotional support because you've got people you can talk to, but also the business support to really go on and create something for yourself. And the fact that you've got big businesses involved as well, that's great. 
things have definitely changed over the last 20 or 30 years. That's wonderful. And what feedback do you get from the, the people there? I mean, I know gender-based violence occurs in all levels of society and all levels of education. Yes. So I was going to ask you as well, how can we bring this problem out into the open and create real change? But also, what do you hear from the women? What do they feel about the support and how do they think you can bring the problem out into the open better? Well, I think definitely the, the philosophy, you know, behind Led by Her is one to get rid of the stigma um, that victims suffer because it's, it's almost as if they suffer twice, one for being, once being a victim and then secondly for being labeled as such. Yes. And, you know, I think that things are great now, but we fought really hard for four years. And I think that when I started, it was very, very difficult for people, especially in France, where there's um, a, a big separation between uh, personal life and your professional life, mm -hmm. to acknowledge that victims of violence needed some kind of professional help or professional rebuilding. Yeah. Because it was something that happened in your personal life. And, you know, realistically, it doesn't make sense because, of course, women who have gone through this have had a lot, a lot of challenges in their personal life that stop them in their professional life. And so changing the discourse around that, changing how people saw that was, I think, something that happened gradually with time as we, as we had a growing community of people who had been with us for several years and saw the models of change that we created. Yeah. And how the life of these women, you know, whether they started a business or not, was was transformed. And I think that's the most important thing because that's that's what lasts. Mm -hmm. And by seeing that, I think it changes the perception of society because they see that you know, one, it's okay to talk about violence and these taboo subjects that affect us because the truth is that they are there and it is possible in. France, it's possible in any country in the world, and statistics really show that. But and at the same time, you know that even if it does happen, that it's not the end of one's life. And I think that that's the sort of discourse that we're trying to bring to, and is that with the right tools, with the right help, people can go beyond that and and through their resilience build something else. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to show examples of hope. Yes. Um, and, and by that, you know, raising awareness through those beautiful stories, because I think that a lot of at least the campaigns and the awareness that I've seen around gender based violence has been a lot of sort of I feel it's shaming our society for the fact that it happens and it's showing the effect on victims and it's and it, it's uh, it's very upsetting, yes. but it doesn't offer a solution, you know, and I I think that, you know, it is upsetting that it's happening, but at the same time, you know, people, I think people are tired of that and they just want to know, okay, well, what, what can we do about, how yeah. can we change things? How can we help? Yeah. And I think that's where Led by Her comes in is that we say, okay, you, if you want, you can get involved. We offer a different way of looking at this without, you know, and, and sort of a way that also empowers, empowers the victim. Yes. So tell us more about the women that you work with. And how do you start working with them? Well, the interesting thing about working with this population of women 
is that you find a lot of variety because gender-based violence happens in every socioeconomic background, every education level, and just, I mean, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's very democratic. <laughs> and, and so you know, we have women who come from very, very diverse backgrounds. We also have women, Paris is very international, so we have women from all over the world as well. And we have all ages. Most of the women we help are in about in their 40s or early 50s. But we have women as young as in their 20s. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have people with advanced degrees and we have people with no degrees. Yes. And we believe that every background gives you something to become an entrepreneur. And yes. wherever you are, you can start from there. So I think that's it's our philosophy and because people were very sort of critical in the beginning of us putting every, everybody together and we said, no, it's, it's about sort of building your own project and, you know, whether you have certain skills, but not others, you know, the group is enriched by these differences and the women find out about us through now uh, that we have several years of existence through other women who have been in the program yeah. through the media as well as well as through their social workers we do a lot of awareness raising in organizations that offer support groups psychological help etc yeah. to this public um, and uh, try to raise awareness about what we do and they send us over women who really have a project they want to start and it's um it's then a long recruiting process. We we have a, a team of people who put in about 700 hours every year to make sure that they recruit the right people for the program because we definitely want pe women who are motivated and motivated to take the resources which we offer, which are professionally oriented. Yes. Uh, and, and, we take, and we take them based on their motivation. Yeah. I think it's it's great that you mix all the different levels of education, whether they've got degrees or no degrees, because there's so much richness of experience and the ability to be really open-minded and think outside the box, because sometimes if you've got too much of one thing, you can't stand back and, and see the different options. Whereas with that, it sounds like you've got a wonderful range where they can really help each other and open each other's eyes to different ways of doing things. And also the fact that you've got social workers and people like that involved and supporting it and helping women come and meet you and have the opportunity of being recruited. Quite often, administration's a bit slow to take on board new ideas and new programs so well done I think you've done amazingly with that so with the work that you do with them is it the same for everyone or do you offer different paths depending on their circumstances so along we have two academic directors one at ESIG and one at ESCP who help us design the program and along with them we kind of believe that we want to give the, everybody a certain quality and a, and a certain path, mm -hmm. which is why, you know, we created something which is, you know, 300 hours of courses, which is massive <laughs> um, <laughs> in one year, because to see that personal and professional evolution, you need time. And you also, you, yeah, you, you I mean, and you also need a, 
a lot of people, a lot of input. Us as human beings, we were, we're resistant to change. So in order for, for people to really have that change, they have to be um, bombarded. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and over a long period of time. And so we, we have cohorts. So they all come together in September and they stay with us until July and they do the full program. Yeah. Um, we have the 300 hours which are required and then we have additional workshops which aren't on a voluntary basis. But we really believe also in the cohort approach because that creates your first network and that is really important as an entrepreneur to go through that adventure with other people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we have, we have one, one way of doing things. And we also think that's important because we have our own approach that we've created and perfected all these, all these years. Yes. So we, we often see that even if women come with more advanced projects, they benefit from, you know, the personal development, from going back on their idea. Cause yeah. a lot of times they just did things, but maybe not in the right way. Yes. Why they got stuck. And so you know, even for them, you know, we, we think that it's important to go back in their project and that everything is done according to our methodology. You are listening to Anna Letitia Cook at Women Up Radio. Why do you think entrepreneurship is such a powerful tool and a strong support for women who want to change their lives? I mean, particularly against violence. And why? Do you think entrepreneurship helps so much to progress onto a better future? So I think the first thing is that I think that if we, you know, if we if, if we are building the future, it's easier to come to terms with our past. So yeah. I think that it's um, it's definitely the the best way to look out for oneself, mm-hmm. and I've seen that it's that is extremely powerful and. Yes, and, and building something I think is, is really is really therapeutic in a way because you're you're contributing to something that wasn't there and you're bringing yourself into the project. Yeah. You know, we really thought that entrepreneurship. Um, I mean, there are a lot of studies in the U.S. also about people who have uncommon backgrounds or you know who have had difficult backgrounds. They actually have much better chances of succeeding as entrepreneurs and as employees. Yes. Um, so, you know, I, I, we, I really, really believe that after see, having seen some, some people go through the program. Yeah. I think that's one aspect of it. I think the, the second aspect is that there, um, we really focus on the way entrepreneurship can be sort of a, a means for exponential change because it's an ex- one, it's an expression of themselves, an expression of themselves that they've probably never gotten a chance to express in their lives. And then once women entrepreneurs create a business, then they employ other women entrepreneurs and they become role models for other women entrepreneurs. And so there's an exponential effect to every person that you help. And I, that's what I love about entrepreneurship. Yeah. We, you know, we, we think that in order for society to really change we have to bring different voices to the table and different ideas and right now you know the people who are bringing their ideas it's it's a certain sort of class of people and it's not diverse enough and so we're trying to bring more women to that table because our world is going to be enriched by their ideas and also more people 
who have had challenges, who have come from different backgrounds, because their voices will also bring something really interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think entrepreneurship is such a, a source of inspiration and you get inner strength from the fact that you've created something yourself and the passion and the motivation. Okay, so what are the strengths and talents that are needed to be an entrepreneur? Well, I think uh, I'm a big proponent of the fact that I think anybody can be an entrepreneur. I don't think any of everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, but I think that, um, you know, we're all built with different types of intelligence, different types of skills. And, and that's the beauty of the world is that we can, you know, each one of us can build something that someone else cannot. And it's about finding that really that niche that only you can do, which is key to entrepreneurship. And that's what we really, really work on. That's why we have so much personal development led by her, which is so different from every other entrepreneurship program. Because we really think that the, it's first the entrepreneur and then the project. Yes. And the project emanates from sort of the entrepreneur's greatest motivation and greatest talents. So I think that first it's like a really deep understanding of yourself and what your motivation is because entrepreneurship is so challenging that it's always gonna, you're always going to question yourself. And so if you can't, you know, pivot, if you can't adapt it because you don't really know where you're going, why you're going there, first of all, then it's going to be really difficult. So I think that self-awareness is, is really, you know, and I think people mistakenly call that confidence. I think it's more self-awareness. And then I think what is also needed is, and I can't insist on this enough, an entourage, (laughs) network. Don't be alone, you know, and it's, whether it's in, you know, whether you're going on meetup and finding groups, whether you're (laughs) finding, I don't know, forming a collective. I've seen freelancers create sort of collectives, whether, you know, whether that's joining an accelerator or an incubator, et cetera. I think one, you need people to always be challenging you on your project, you know, to interact, you know, we form our ideas through interaction. Yeah. And, and that's how, you know, that's how we test things also. Yes. I think it's really valuable. And then secondly, I think everybody has difficult times. So you having a group that is in that dynamic and that's always pulling forward. Yeah. Really, really important. And then getting the right help. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I think that one of the most challenging things about becoming an entrepreneur is that, you know, you have to know everything about everything because yeah. you do everything and, and we don't. <laughs> so having, you know, uh, just an access to a, a really large pool of experts who you can really call, even if it's just for a tiny legal question or something like that, that's, that's going to unblock you in a huge way. It's really helpful. Yeah. And, and so I think that a lot of entrepreneurs sort of underestimate how difficult the beginning is yeah. and how, um, how important that network is. I really encourage that. Yes, particularly when you've got doubts in the middle of the night. <laughs> yes. Absolutely crazy. If you can phone somebody in the morning, say, oh my God, look what's happened. Mm-hmm. And they say, yeah, but that's normal. You're like, okay, <laughs> it makes such a difference. So, and tell me what business support is available for women wanting to start their own projects? Obviously, a lot of things are, are very local. Mm-hmm. But here in France, there are a lot. There is a an incubator, for example, Paris Pionnier, which is just for women. Mm-hmm. And then there are a lot of networks where you can meet with 
other peers and women entrepreneurs led by her were offering a solution that is only targeting women. I think there are a lot, also a lot of things that are being done in terms of helping women finance their initiatives, because obviously that's another challenge a little more further down the road that comes up with entrepreneurs. So they have special loans for women and they have special subsidies, for example, for women who are doing projects in technology. I really, really suggest to everybody to just really, really look into these things because they have so many specific little things that, you know, if you fall into one of these niches, it's, it's really great. (laughs) Yeah. Have access to a lot, so you know. I think that, that, that today there's a, a lot, a lot of help, and I think that there's also a lot of quality material on the internet. Yeah, um, and I see a lot of also a lot of groups that are being created, whether that you know those they're lean startup groups to challenge your ideas and meetups and things like that. So I think that from more informal to more formal, uh, there there are lots of things be- happening. Yeah. Do you think think different countries offer different things? Because I know the UK is very good for starting small businesses. Um, Well, that's the experience I've had. Spain, I didn't find particularly good, but then I wasn't really searching hard. So I might be wrong on that one. Have you any experience of other uh, countries that seem to be particularly supportive? Well, I think I know a bit about I know a bit about the U.S. I think mm-hmm. there are a lot of initiatives going on and a lot of support and yeah. a lot of funds as well because that's also an important component when you're creating your business. Yes, you know I think that and I see that in every country. Yes. Um, I mean, since I've been looking at this space, which is about ten years now, it's every country has multiplied its initiatives yeah. targeting women. Yeah. So. I, th- I think that right now is great time to be a women entrepreneur because, you know, it's everywhere in, in, in objectives everywhere in every country, you know, it, it's one of the objectives is to increase women entrepreneurs. Yeah. Excellent. So I think there are a lot of opportunities and I think also a lot of opportunities for women in technology specifically. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, as a way also of attracting women to tech sectors which in which they're very much the minority. Yes. So any last tips or recommendations that you would give to a woman who wants to become an entrepreneur and change their future? Yeah. yeah. So I would say start today and that's <laughs> really weird, but I think that one of the things that I've learned is that, you know, you can start at any moment that you want. And that doesn't mean you're going to like officially start your business or anything like that. But, you know, start asking people what they think about your idea. Start challenging. Start putting it on paper. Start doing something right away that will get you into action. And I think that's the most important thing because most of the people who I've seen succeed are the people who try right away. Yes. Probably because they get confronted with reality. And when you get confronted with reality, you get ideas. Yeah. And so I, I would say, you know, there, there, there are tons of steps that you can do. And, you know, the, right now, then there are um, kind of medium term and long term and start listing what those are and start doing something that you can do like right now, if you have, if you have an idea, because I think the longer we, sort of leave these ideas in our head, the less likely they're ever going to see the light of day. 
Exactly. Um, and I think a lot of women I see are having trouble getting started. And I think that's, that's probably something that um, there's a lot of work to be done because we always say that there aren't enough women entrepreneurs. But, you know, I think a lot of help for entrepreneurship comes further down the road. Yeah. You're a little more uh, developed. Yeah. And so to getting women to launch, I think, is, is, is a big issue that uh, people aren't really working on. So I think that's, that's really something that if you break it down as tiny as possible and as doable as possible, it becomes much, much easier. And whether, you know, that goes somewhere or not, the risks are much lower than if you work on a project for a year behind the scenes yeah. or something like that. First step, small step, and straight away. That's wonderful. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much, Chiara, for all your insight into the subject, because I believe exactly as you say that women can really change their lives with entrepreneurship and innovation. It's been a pleasure talking to you today, so thank you very much. Thank you. It was really uh, great to share all this, and I hope that um, it's helpful to other women. Thank you. I'd like to thank my guest, Chiara Kondi, founder of Led by Her, for sharing her expertise on changing your life with women's entrepreneurship and innovation. I'm Anna Letitia Cook, and you've been listening to us at Women Up Radio. I'd also like to thank Meryl Guzel and Laura Martinez of UN Women's Empower Women for all the wonderful work that they do to advance the case for women's equality today. And to you, the listeners, a really big thank you. I hope you've enjoyed hearing Chiara. Please send in any questions or feedback to us. I'll put all of her details and social media on the page under the interview. And you can find our social media and contact details through our website, which is womenupradio.com. Women Up Radio, designed to facilitate women's empowerment, improve your career, develop your talents, incorporate your passions, achieve fulfillment and success.